0: That's okay. I mean, it's uh, it's a situation that was...
1: have no cares. I'm Nicole Hay and that was Robert Borthwick. You better believe it. There he is. Uh, we, jo- we are joining you, you are joining us. We are all enjoined on this glorious occasion of hearts finally starting to give a shit about this season and ooh, the results did flow.
0: Didn't they though? Did they though? They did. They truly did.
1: I mean, I'm partly asking because I was contractually obliged to watch Neem versus PSG tonight, That's which very was true. Um, not as interesting as the Hearts game. So I've I've caught up, but mm. I'm not as well versed as Rob who lived it, who experienced, who breathed it. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll be looking to you for your valuable insights into Heart and Midlothian absolutely fucking
0: scudding Dundee. <laughs> to within an inch of their worthless lives. Just scudded them right up the farter. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, not only do they misplace emails, they misplace defences as well. That was a fucking shambles from Dundee Football Club. Uh, yeah, there was
1: certainly part of that indecision of sort of like, oh, are we there? And we not? And so, oh, I don't know.
0: It's it's almost as if they haven't played any games of football together ever as a defence, as a goal. I mean, we all know it was Jack Hamilton goals, but just as a as an entire rear guard, they were wide open. And it was just magnificent to see. It really was. They're rubbish. They're meant to be our, best, our biggest, apparently our biggest rivals this season. They're pish, absolutely atrocious football Guy, They've got some good midfielders. Everything else, rubbish. Well, I mean, the main, uh, to take
1: a, a very big picture to this, mm. my contention before we started this season is that, not that Hearts could win every single game in the Championship. Hearts should Win every single game in the championships. That should actually be our minimum aim. Uh, looks like we're a step closer to that. Well, we literally are one twenty seventh further to it. But, uh, yeah, you,
0: you take the point. Yeah, 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 yeah. If that's uh, yeah, I mean, I can imagine. So other teams will be better organised um, than Dundee mm-hmm. because Dundee were not organised even slightly, mm. even slightly. Not one piece. No, no. They were as disorganised as Paul McGowan's hair. Jesus, what is going on with that man? Just admit defeat. Just admit defeat. Just admit that. I mean, it's at least gone. at least thirty percent of your head has already admitted defeat. Just just join in. It's honestly, it's you know that episode of Friends uh, where they go back in time and Chandler and Ross got the flock of seagulls thing. Oh yes. Going on, mm-hmm. it's like it's like that, but also uh, someone's taken a blowtorch to it just for a few seconds, so it's gone down very slightly. Mm-hmm. But the sides of his hair. Go really high up, and then the front middle section is just flattened down, and it's got a big bald spot on the top. None of it makes sense, and he's had that for about five years now. What does he look like when he's not playing football? How does he style it? <laughs> does he wear a hat? I hope he wears a hat. I oh, well, Maybe maybe around the house he just looks incredible. It's <laughs> just
1: <laughs> like it's like well, you know, I only play football for two hours a week, so I'm not.
0: Jeopardizing this for that. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I can't imagine what on earth is going through his head. What I just. Or what is going on on his head? (laughs) What I just enjoyed
1: about that was that you took what we would try call like a six part explanation of his hair, which is like five more parts than you normally need for hair.
0: Yeah, but only half the amount that you actually need for his hair. I mean, I've, I've really. You've only scratched the surface. I've streamlined (laughs) this. (laughs) We need an image stat. Well, he was
1: present as Hearts uh, scampered loads of goals past him. So without further ado, let us begin uh, with the return of uh, you and my favourite Hearts paternal dad figure. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I didn't think you were going to go there, but yeah. I just kind of think of him that way. It's because he's got grey hair. I mean, he's way younger than me, but (laughs) but Michael (laughs) Smith.
0: Yeah, he must be about the same age as me. Um, yeah, great to have him back. Uh, him and Liam Boyce going straight into the starting lineup um, after their international endeavours uh, with Northern Ireland. And yeah, just immediately uh, having him back in the side made us about 10 times better. And uh, immediate signs of that uh, Dundee
1: disorganisation in his goal. Because huh, my <laughs> word.
0: <laughs> um,
1: well, even somebody as uh, beautiful and wonderful as Michael Smith, you don't expect him to meander up the side, play a couple of passes and just turn up uh, in the striker's role.
0: Do you remember after the Inverness, Caledonian Thistle game we were purring about uh, Mr Josh Ginelli and mm-hmm. sort of saying like, "Ah, well, you know, he's going to cause some damage on the right-hand side. Dundee looked at that and said, just put no one there. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have to beat anyone if there's no one there. And they did that for the entire first half, which meant that Michael Smith could just sort of wander up uh, the side of the pitch as well and just be like, ah, it's loads of space here. I might just try and do something. He did that, uh, played it into Ollie Lee, who had loads of time, who then like tickled a ball into the box. Not really meant for Michael Smith. Um, yeah. Meant for, I think it was Liam Boyce, who, <laughs> as it sort of went past, it looked like a sort of mating scene from an Attenborough thing, as the two players were just on top of each other. The, Dun- oh, the right. Dundee and the Hearts okay. player were just sort of intertwined, and I was like, what the earth is going on there? And then two seconds later, Michael Smith had scored. And I still don't know what was going on there. They were just lying on the ground together. These two players. Some sort of modern ballet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was Lee Ashcroft and uh, Liam Boyce. I didn't understand it. It was great. But it did
1: help us to understand the human condition a bit better.
0: Indeed, yeah.
1: (laughs) Possibly. Well, we have to move on because there was loads more goals and that man who was being ignored on the right uh, was then ignored on the edge of the box after a set piece.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, decent enough ball in from uh, Jamie Walker. Got ahead of that. It was a great first touch from Ginelli. Um And he's sort of like, the when he's striking the ball, the ball's actually moving away from goal. Um, it was quite a weird touch that he took, but he hooked his foot round it. Um, and unsighted Jack Hamilton uh, went through directly through Liam Boyce's legs after having gone through another couple of bodies uh, and, and went past a hapless flapjack uh, in goals and yeah Ginelli seemed to very much enjoy it uh, because there's no crowd noise or anything you heard like a very loud woo as he did his knee slide <laughs> which was fantastic um, yeah I, you know Ginelli has been one of the more exciting aspects um, of Hart's season so far and seeing him score a goal was, was just delightful good for him so say all of us hmm. uh, We as
1: we move on the war flies in this gorgeous ointment, unfortunately. Do <laughs> you like that phrase? <laughs> gorgeous ointment.
0: This gorgeous ointment that is heart of Midlothian, yeah,
1: lather it on. Mm. Uh yes, Charles Adam returning from down south, uh, waltzing through our midfield slightly worryingly.
0: Yeah, it was it was it was bad from Ollie Lee and Andy Irvin and uh, Craig Halkett. all three of them uh, just sort of danced a leg towards him at some stage, but never actually put in a challenge. Um, I would say that Charlie Adam is looking like he's still far too good for this level. Hmm. Um, he's probably a, a top-flight standard player. Most of us kind of thought that he might be, uh, but we weren't sure. Haven't seen him play in ages. He is. Um, you know, wh- whenever he got on the ball, he was playing great passes. Um, he was. He was just doing sort of quite good things in the middle of the park. It's a great strike. Uh, to go past Gordon. Gordon completely flat-footed. But yeah, um, real question marks over how he defended that. It's Graham Dorrance did it in the second half as well. Almost exactly the same thing, uh, whereby he just ran sideways and went past everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, some slight question marks there. But it was it was a very good goal.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're right in the sense that Charlie Adam looks a cut above this level when you see uh, how he plays football. But uh, it, it the The goal was made all the more disturbing because Charlie Adam, along with McGowan, is part of Dundee's dad bod all stars, and it, <laughs> it, it 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 didn't look great to see a figure that wide getting through quite so easily. Charlie
0: Adam has been doing that for fifteen years. <laughs> well, yes, quite. Whilst looking like that, he's looked like that for a long time. Actually, he probably looks better now. He's just you know done the opposite of McGowan and admitted defeat with his hair mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just shaved it all off. Uh, the teeth are still a real issue. Um, but yeah, yeah, it was it was completely against the run of play, very decent strike, uh, but Irving and Lee, um, that was worrying to see quite how easily uh, he drifted past them. Less worrying from a Hartman Lothian
1: point of view was the amount of space that uh, Liam Boyce was found in in the penalty box
0: before our penalty. What a goddamn dummy. That was Jordan Roberts. Um, I think the ball came from Kingsley and Roberts. Doesn't even really sell the dummy, just stands there with his hands on his hips and the ball goes through his legs and two Dundee players are completely taken out of it, uh, leaving Liam Boyce with the freedom of the box, his blushes spared uh, by the fact that the footballer, Jordan Marshall... Um, just so happened to dive in with his arm above his head because it was an awful attempt at a finishing, boys. He was like waving
1: at the uh, the sports scene uh, punditry.
0: When, when you're diving in desperately, your arm doesn't naturally go up like that. I feel bad for him that the ball just so happened to hit him. Uh, but really, like that was a boy slipped as he was hitting it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. You'd imagine if he hadn't have slipped, he would have scored anyway. But he did slip. Uh, it was a quite comedic uh effort on goal. Uh, but then he stood up and just. Yeah, very very confident penalty.
1: So the pen. I mean, it's um, it is a, a, a shame on uh, Craig White enough after we were literally singing his praises in the last episode, mm. but um,
0: Boyce just just is better. He's just better. He's just better as a striker, but everyone knew that. Um, you know, he's he's coming to the the team today. And he's held up well. His movement is absolutely fantastic. It brings players like Walker, Ginelli and Roberts all closer to the play just from runs that he makes. Uh, gives them space. His, his build-up play, everything about him was, was fantastic. Could have done with him having a few more chances from open play. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, he, he fucked that effort and then scored the penalty. Otherwise, didn't really have all that many sights on goal, um, which surprised me a little bit. Pardon me. Uh surprised me a little bit because the, the team was kind of built to get the ball to him to score. Um, but we didn't see that quite as much today, but he's just a very, very effective striker. He's good at what he does. He's deceptively quick over 10 yards as well, so he can get in front of his man and then hold him off. Um, yeah, he's just, he's what we kind of hoped we'd see from January onwards, but we are now seeing in the Championship.
1: And uh, after that, hearts 3-1 up, getting towards the end of the half. We'll just see it out. Just just be professional. Don't give anything away. Just let the half meander to a close. Right? I mean, mm. oh, oh we've got a free kick on the edge of the box. What's, what are we really going to do with that?
0: He's a left back. He's not going to do anything with this.
1: No. Oh, you would be a fool to think he would.
0: Yeah. Oh. Oh. Mm. Mm. He fucking whanged it straight in the top bin, didn't he? he did. He did. He kicked it really hard uh, right into the top corner. It was magnificent. As, as I put on Twitter, it was Rudy skatchel the way he hit it. It was basically on a flat trajectory the entire way in. It went in the top corner. Um, yeah.
1: Now, I'm not going to claim I knew a goddamn thing about Stephen Kingsley before he signed for Hartman Lothian, but I did not know that was a possibility.
0: No. I mean, it was his free kick that won us the first penalty against Rovers um, the other day, so I was like, ah, oh, he takes free kicks. Cool. Um, Not expecting them to be any good at it, because no Hearts players are any good at direct free kicks. Nor have they ever really been. Uh, I think Jamie Walker has scored a couple in the past. Otherwise, Paul Hartley would be the last one. Ozturk scored one. One. Yeah, and that was a really bad goalkeeper. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, uh, not used to seeing Hearts players have that much confidence uh, when they take a free kick, but... Well, a strike. Um, and, you know, I, I know that we will speak about Kingsley loads more, but what a left back he is. Oh, he's just tremendous. So assured, so calm, good attacking, good defensive. He's, he's fucking brilliant. Um, and having both him and Smith back has made the world of difference to that team. It's just so much better with them instead of White and Brandon. White and Brandon.
1: Yeah. just I mean, that's all the analysis you really need on that. Just, yep. just let that...
0: Over there, but yeah,
1: I mean, it's great having our own equivalent of uh, uh, Robertson and Alexander Arnold's, just like pre scoring fullbacks getting forward, doing whatever they they fancy. Yeah, that is the blueprint for the
0: rest of the season.
1: It's exactly what Hearts were that, were stretching for. That's that's what we're
0: going for. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, solidity and uh, and just. Just class and professionalism when they go forward. They're 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 both good footballers as well as being excellent fullbacks and probably great lovers. You know what? I'd have to imagine that's correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that is how we hit half time, and uh, you know I didn't see the game, but I have been able to see some of Stephen Presley being at Tang Castle. Just um, nope. No. Nope.
0: No. Not no. even.
1: A- Talk about how he looks like... I mean, his, his I age. Off. I
0: turned it off at halftime. Turned it off.
1: Don't you want to comment on how his age is remarkable? It looks like he skipped his 40s and his 50s completely and is just morphed into a 60-year-old QC.
0: No, I, don't, I, I, I do not want to discuss anything uh, about Mr Stephen Presley. Not a fucking thing.
1: Well, Robert is fixing me with the steeliest look he has ever fixed me. This is... Either we stop talking about it or it's the end of my life. Yeah. So, second half began. Ah,
0: good, 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 good.
1: Uh, not much occurring uh, until uh, w- but we finally noticed that Osman Sow was playing for Dundee.
0: <laughs> yeah, we noticed him as he was going off. Uh, he did absolutely nothing in the first half. I mean, he did nothing for Kelly when he was there. He did nothing for Dundee United when he was there. He's just not got it anymore. And it's really sad because we we, we, we do as a podcast adore Osmond So.
1: Absolutely love Osmond So he was But the... he's done. Yeah. I he's... mean it's a sad reality. I mean like when when he signed for Dundee I had one of those pangs because we were uh we, we were starting the international break. I think well had we maybe no we can't we can't have already had a Bet Fred game but like we um we were aware that we were thin up from we were going to have to be going with Craig White and uh, for a couple of games I was just like, oh oh can you imagine Osman Sow playing in this Hearts team it's like no can you imagine 2014 Osman Sow playing in this Hearts team that Osman Sow has been gone for a long time and it's
0: uh peak was- Osman Sow I would say is uh, 2016 end of 2015 2016 uh, mm. it was was the very peakest uh, of Osman So and since then he's had devastating ankle injuries um and he's just done <laughs> He's just done. Like, I was so surprised when Dundee gave him a contract mm. because he'd showcased quite how done he was at other Scottish teams already.
1: Including their direct rivals. Including their
0: direct <laughs> rivals. Um, and yeah, I mean, seeing him signal to the bench like that's me done after having done nothing. I was like, well, that is a that is a real shame. He didn't get on the ball at any time. Um you know, they they changed their they changed their shape in the second half to give him a strike partner. They brought on Al Um and yeah, it's you know, Dun- it's not a huge surprise that Dundee looked a lot better when he went off and Danny Mullen came on for him. Um What a
1: terrible sentence to say about uh, a true heart's great than Osman soul. But taking him off did lead uh, fairly directly to their goal, which was um not great defending by hearts, but also a fair amount of luck for them as well.
0: Yeah, there was a, a lot of luck with it. Um, I think it's Graham Dorrance that hits the shot and it just sort of bounds off um, Stephen Kingsley's shin uh, and just lands perfectly for Danny Mullen. It's a really nice finish from Mullen. Um, fair play. But yeah, it, there was a fair amount of luck about it. However,. Um, Dundee were getting much more of a grip on the game by that stage anyway. Um, They'd started playing through the middle a lot more effectively. They changed, as I said, they changed formation, uh, allowing McGowan to drop as more of an actual midfielder. He was up supporting so uh, for a lot of the first half. So they had Dorrance, Dorrance, Adam and McGowan all playing through the middle and Lee and Irving uh, were struggling to cope with it a little bit more. I think that's where having a a proper defensive-minded midfielder would have helped our cause. Uh but Dundee got a lot of shots on goal. I think they, they finished the game with double figures and in, in shots that they, they had. Um and yeah, it like certainly wasn't against the run of play when they scored. Yeah, you know, it felt it felt kinda like it was coming a mm-hmm. little bit. Um obviously at 4 2 you still very much expect Hearts to have a, a firm hold on the game. But there was there was a little bit of me like, you know, they've scored, Hearts still haven't settled. You know, Dundee were still going forward. Uh, Charlie Adam had a great um, free kick that went just wide so yeah there, there was question marks for like 15-20 minutes in that second half and then Nielsen made changes and from there it was a piece of piss <laughs> they offered nothing once again but as soon as Dundee went with two you know, fairly quick athletic strikers uh, in Alifabe and Mullen uh, it did seem to cause that a little bit more difficulty for us so is this, um,
1: just because you know we we, we are trying to analyse this game and uh, project it going forward, uh, is this perhaps an issue that we should be slightly concerned about? I mean, like Lee and Irving are both uh, very good midfielders uh, technically, especially at this level. Uh, is there perhaps a slight lack of rigidity there that we would be maybe looking for a more fit Halliday or Haring to step into that midfield?
0: 100%. Uh, 100% you saw Haring came on first uh, and as soon as he came on you know Dundee's threat basically stopped because we had someone who's sitting deeper than either Irving or Lee uh, you know Irving came off right after he really should have been sent off um, for quite a, a horrific looking challenge on Graham Dorrance it wasn't actually that bad in the end because he does get his foot on the ball but he, he dives in with his, his studs right up mm. um, stupid challenge really you know showing yourself as a not as a liability, but showing yourself as someone who will put in challenges like that. Yeah. When well, you've got guys like Halliday and Haring about to come back to fitness and you really want to keep your place in the team. That's just stupid. You know, you'd know, you never get Ollie Lee doing that.
1: Well, it's a poor decision from a teenager.
0: A yeah. teenager that's played quite a lot of games, but a teenager still. A teenager that's never, ever showed that side of his game whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was mad. Really mad decision. But you know, Haring came on... Um, still looks slower than a week in the jail, but his positioning is fantastic. He was winning headers. Um, he wasn't giving Charlie Adam any time whatsoever on the ball. Um, and yeah, that, from there on then, we we were dominant as a team.
1: And part of that dominance was uh, <laughs> two more absolutely cracking goals. Heck yeah. Stephen Kingsley, the, the ball doesn't have to be sitting still for him to absolutely spank the tits off it. No,
0: absolutely. <laughs> what a fucking sentence. <laughs> Hey, did you see any tits in that ball after he'd spanked it? I, I didn't. They'd all gone. They'd all gone. Hey, listen, fair point, man. Um, yeah, it was, uh, again, the, the full-back getting up to support because Dundee were still allowing hearts all the time in space. Uh, on the wings, Jordan Roberts holds the ball up really nicely, plays it out, um, and, I mean, those... When a ball's coming to you like that, it's so inviting to hit it, and, like, 99 times out of 100, that'll go, like, 20 yards over the bar, but he got right over it. Um, the the technique on the strike and the the direction on it as well. You know, he did power it, but that was with placement. You know, that was yeah. that was proper technique on that, not too unsimilar to Rudy Scatchell. Like I said on Twitter, just going to bring that up again. The way he hits the ball is just so pure. Um, and yeah, fucking rocketed in. It was a great finish. Great finish.
1: That's it, at RF Borthwick, if you want to catch any more of those Twitter insights from from the
0: man, Robert. It's mostly just loads of really angry Celtic fans just now. Let me deal with that first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Give give me a few days. You've got an
1: infestation. Let's
0: fumigate the Celtic (laughs) fans out. (laughs) Fumigate my Twitter. (laughs) Put the big tent around it. Um, Yeah, uh, I I can't remember the last time we had a left-back who hits a ball like that. Uh,
1: A left-back? No. I mean, mean our best left-backs have obviously been... Gary Guys Naismith. like Wallace and uh, Takis, but neither of them were particularly renowned for shooting them out. I, I mean, I guess you could... Um, Gary Naismith scored a few. I guess you could go for Austin McCann against Celtic.
0: But Similar. That, would, that was very much a one-off. Similar position <laughs> yeah, yeah. from uh, from Kingsley's goal there as well. Yeah, Stephen Kingsley, the new Austin McCann. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's what we'll bill him as. Um, yeah, just just absolutely fucking magnificent to the extent. See when I'm watching games on TV, it's just another annoyance. I don't really celebrate goals. But I celebrated that one. I'm like, Fucking yes! I realized not where I was, just in the living room by myself. But happy. <laughs> but happy. So happy. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And then uh Andy Halliday added
0: some further happiness to you. Staunch. <laughs> Fair. From Walker to Halliday, man. <laughs> the, uh, the, the, the Union Jacks were flying off that one. Um yeah. Jamie Walker um driving through the middle walker was great again. Um you know, probably deserved a goal for the amount of effort he put into that game. He was superb. Maybe a, another discussion point for another time. I don't see where Stephen smith fits into this team. Um, But yeah, drove through the middle of the park, uh, danced past Charlie Adam and played it out to Halliday, takes one touch, fires it across uh, Jack Hamilton, who I think, got to assume Hamilton must have been thinking that a cross was coming or something, because from that angle, it does feel weird that the keeper's not getting arms on it feels like the reactions are slow. But um, yeah, rocket rocketed into the corner. And he looked delighted. Good for him. Good for him. And that
1: wrapped up Hartmud Lothian 6, Dundee Football Club 2. Such a
0: lovely, such a lovely, lovely thing. Dundee losing 6-2 is like their specialty as well. So then, <laughs> when it got to 5-2, I was like, go on. <laughs> Fucking go on. <laughs> like, you know you want to. This will kill them. <laughs> like, before the league has started, this will kill them. And hopefully... It has. Hopefully, uh,
1: post match immediately post match mm-hmm. we got um, w- one of the most welcome sights I thought uh, I'd seen in this nascent season because Robbie Nielsen so far has just been wearing very sort of sensible attire mm-hmm. on the touchline, mm-hmm. inclement weather, mm-hmm. no fans in the stadium. I think he was, you know, maybe maybe wanting to just get his head down and get some points on the board. But uh, post match he turned out in an absolutely magnificent tweed jacket just made my heart sing uh, especially when you contrast it with uh, James McPake being dressed by like a guy who's maybe overtaken a small town pub and he's trying to convert it into a wine
0: bar yeah James McPake's gone for the real sort of like recently divorced singles night uh, mm-hmm. look you know he's got the, <laughs> quite the tight jumper with the, the suit jacket on top of it a lot of dark colours uh, whereas Robbie Nielsen looks like the English teacher that you really want to get at school It's like really hope I get Mr. Nielsen mm-hmm. and then you get him and he's like okay, this is good this is great.
1: This is this is good. We're going to read books with swears in them, and he's not he's not going to get freaked out when we yeah.
0: say them. Yeah, exactly. In fact, you might even have a little laugh about
1: it. That was a, <laughs> a, 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 a bit of rough language there, eh, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, spank the tits off it, but. <laughs> <laughs> If you're, if you're trying to tell me, that's not literature. <laughs> it is. Um, but no, Robin Nielsen just looks really happy. He's just, um, he's he's beaming. He's smiling through his interviews. Um, he was quite a morose character the first time around. That, uh, maybe, he definitely was a fucking morose character when he was in charge of Dundee United. Yes. I, he's just, I, I think he's a guy that doesn't adore media and, mm. and having to do that side of things, but... Since he's come back to Hearts, you know he's he's always got a smile on his face. He just seems very happy to be here, um, which is fantastic. And also he does that thing that I I love and hate, whereby he starts answering the journalist's question before they've asked it. <laughs> so no it's idea. like they're still halfway through the sentence. Well, yeah, no, of course. And it's like, what the fuck you. <laughs> How do well, you know what they're gonna say? <laughs> well,
1: because journalists don't tend to ask terribly complex questions uh, in a post-match situation. But uh, yeah, come on, Robbie, play the game. Think of the editors. Think of the poor editors. Don't do it, Robbie. Don't do it. Keep being you. a renegade. Uh, and then, further post-match, we got an even more welcome sight uh, from the social media team at Heart of Midlothian Football
0: Club. Just fucking magnificent.
1: Do, would you care to describe this situation for uh, the people who are perhaps not quite so online?
0: Totally. I mean, they're listening to that podcast. They're fairly online, but you're right. Uh, maybe they're listening to it on YouTube. It's possible. <laughs> That's all that their grandson put onto their phone. Um. So there's this meme. Uh, a meme is a a funny picture that sort of denotes something. And aye, all right, calm down. Aye, fucking you. You told me. Um. And it's it's one that I feel is has got really tired really quickly. Uh, I don't enjoy them anymore. But it's how it started, how it's going. And quite a lot of the time, you know, it's it's you know pictures of little kids wearing like a fireman's hat, and then it's you know cut to the modern day. They're actually a fireman. It's like whoa, retweet fucking well in so hearts have taken that and done a how it started how it's going and the how it started part is the uh the article the headline um of when dundee u-turned uh and were promised players on loan from celtic mm. and how it's going is the current league table which is dundee rock bottom and hearts at the top yes dundee minus quite a lot of goals <laughs> yes absolutely the goal difference of minus four just really Tops it off. Um, and yeah, I mean, guaranteed numbers, but it's not often you see quite a pointed attack from a club to mm. another club. Well, um, to be
1: fair, Dundee had launched quite a pointed attack on Hearts earlier in the season.
0: Yeah, Hearts had done... Du- uh, sorry, Dundee had done the whole uh, opening game of the season we'll be facing relegated Heart of Midlothian Football Club. How how did that go for you, Dundee? Mm. How did it go for you? 6-2, up the road, in your bed, fuck off. Beef. Just, just rich, rich fields of beef. I said saying that earlier on, like this beef is like the the hearts the the hearts tweet today. It's like jerky. It's it's, mm. it's fucking dried the beef. It's is that it's like it's dry intense beef that snaps your teeth. Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah, it's it's I've, I've never seen beef quite like it. i be honest.
1: I mean, I was going to go with the other way. I was going to call it like a beautifully
0: marbled wagyu. But, uh, <laughs> no, you're a uh, you like it harsh yeah no exactly and that's exactly what it was it was harsh and that's how it should be I hope I hope hearts do that after every game this season but serve up some harsh beef yeah just against every club like our growth next week is like ah, I see your miniature railway shut down <laughs> <laughs> have that you pricks. <laughs> well um it Who else was... have we got grudge matches again sorry so it's Dundee Race Rovers um, that's kind of <sighs> it really in our league isn't it the, the, that's, that's, league. The, that's the big ones yeah. No one really cares about the other teams.
1: I think they were all just sort of milling around, just sort of go, just do something that gets us some money.
0: Just yeah. get us some money, please. Dunfermline were accused of voting against us, but then confirmed that they actually did not. So it's a weird space for them. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I'll just play Dundee every week.
1: I'm sure we'll we'll develop some beef from somewhere. Yeah, hope so. Just so- to it. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, a magnificent way to start our uh, inevitably unbeaten league season. It is inevitable. 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 And there can be only one man to be considered man of the match. Kingsley. Kingsley. Uh, Let's sing about Stephen
0: Kingsley. Kingsley.
1: And our random lottery of fate has decided that I will sing first about Stephen Kingsley. Kingsley. So uh, here we go. This is a Scott Wilson favourite. Hmm. What a butte by Kingsley, lay, lay, what a butte by Kingsley. you will smack it in the top and if it's moving or stationary. What a bute by Kingsley, lay, lay, what a beaut by Kingsley. What a bute by Kingsley. What a situation of the wrong creation,
0: oh the irony for Dundee. Nice, very good, very it's good. That's so fun- a real sing-alonger. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I really enjoyed that. Am I going to enjoy yours? (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm such a bad singer and this is a tough one. I've picked possibly one of the finest singers of all time. Very Stephen Kingsley Clipped over the wall Very Stephen Kingsley Camus on the ball Rattled up the dundee Broke their little hearts On the ball, cool as fuck Scores goes with a blast When you see Stevie Kings Then you might understand He's a baller Stephen Kingsley is the way BAM 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 BAM
1: I don't know what you're talking about. Well, first of all, let's get that out of the way. Thank you. I don't know what you're talking about. It was was beautifully delivered. Thanks, man. A very soulful baritone. Yeah, absolutely. All for him. You transported me. Yeah.
0: I won, though. Yes. (laughs) 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 Fucking without question. It took me so long to write that. It's fucking rubbish. (laughs) It's not an easy name to put into things. Really I did, really I'd had yeah. one half written uh, to bring me to life by Evanescence.
1: Hey, look, 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 don't blow your wood because I get a feeling we're going to be singing a lot more songs about Stephen Kingsley. Are we going to double dip on Kingsley? Kingsley? There's 27 games plus cups. That's true, there's a lot of players as well though. That's fair. Halliday's going to be an easy one. <laughs> we're absolutely never singing a song for Jamie Brandon though. Well you never know,
0: you never know. It's the championship. You never know. We're never singing one for Eddie White. No, absolutely fucking not. You can pay me. Great. Well,
1: that brings uh, an episode nearly to the end, but we of course have to bring this train charging into the beef report station mm-hmm. and load up with masses of beef for
0: our broth. No, nope. what have we got for? Hmm? Won't do it. Won't do it. Magnificent club. Magnificent people. Great manager. Great people. Great people at that club. Won't say a bad thing about them. Absolutely not. It's close to Dundee. I mean, that's that's a negative.
1: Yeah. You have, you have to kind of go through Dundee to get to it, don't you?
0: Yeah, you do. I have to go like, right through the heart of Dundee. It's easily the worst part of our growth is having to go through Dundee both ways. Oh, wow. Fuck out. Yeah. I wouldn't want to... No.
1: Mm. I once had a smoky in Arbroath, which made me feel very ill. Oh, yeah? You know, perhaps if I'd tucked into some some good old-fashioned
0: beef instead... Well, that's I would had a much nicer evening. That's it. I mean, you know... Yeah, there's nothing bad to say about our Arbroath. Great football, great people. Great people at the club. So three episodes in, the Beef Report is already massive stumbling I can't, <laughs> I can't stumbling do it. You can't make me do it for our Arbroath. I can't do it. They wear maroon. There's another thing. They do steak and haggis pies. They're amazing. All right. I can't do it. Fine. It's a cool stadium. We'll move on then. Can we just do Dundee again? Jesus. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fucking fuck those guys. <laughs> F- fools. Honestly, just such arseholes. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy that that little niggly tweet they sent out just completely backfired on them. (laughs) Ah, it's so Dundee as well. Absolute absolute basket case. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for more uh, wonderful (laughs) beef like that...
1: (laughs) uh, Join us next time uh, when Rob will be uh, crying into his smokey because we will have absolutely destroyed... Our broth. Oh, I still want us to fucking demolish them. <laughs> I want us to dismantle them. And and we will, Robert. Yeah. Um, I'm not going. I'm not stepping out on any limbs here. I'm firmly strapped to the bow.
0: I'm, we're I'm, going to we're going to murder them. I'm stepping out on limbs, and saying they're probably better than Dundee. Five two.
1: <laughs> it is a way. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. we mentioned Robert's Twitter handle earlier, but just reiterate it for the for the Cretans at the back. Uh, R.F. Borthwick. That's F the
0: one. For Francis. Is
1: that right? Yeah. Francis. No no. know that? Yes, I did. Yeah, you did. Uh, I'm at Nicol Hay. Yeah. I'm not even giving away a glimmer of my middle name in there. I don't need to.
0: First and last, it's absolutely fine. Ah, we have no cares as well. Follow us there if you don't already. Yeah. No. Um, we have no cares at gmail.com. If you want to email us, have we ever received an email? <laughs> very, very rarely. <laughs> yeah, is it just password resets?
1: <laughs> mostly, mostly. Yeah, no, no, nobody, who needs to email when you can just fire off a tweet saying, you know, fuck the hibs? Yeah, that is true. But, you yeah, know, if you want to use electronic mail, then it's there. The option is available to us all. We're mm. living in the 21st century. Absolutely. And until we come back from a very non-21st century stadium,
0: Steve Crawford. Steve Crawford. Ah oh, yes, indeed, it's fun time. Fun time. Fun time. Goetheklanke von Hemmel. Achtung! Die Schotten Was für ein Weihnachtsgeschenk, difficult. What's difficult? We just got to beat them again, don't we?
1: Yeah.